CNC the Premix! Yeah. Fuck. Uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> just, doing a, just doing our normal pre-TNC the Premix warm-up where Cody and I scream at each other for 15 minutes. Uh, we only cried just a touch. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cody, hello, hello, Cody hello. Makes, Cody makes me say all the bad words before the show. <laughs> Get them out of my system. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Well, we are TNC, the premix back for episode 23. And uh, we'll just say episode 23 brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking. LLC. Um, it's uh, still summer. The water's good. It is hot outside. It is hot. And you. And dusty. <laughs> and, and dusty. And you want to be in that lake. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's also. Yeah. It's also very muggy. So to go along with the dusty and hot and muggy, um, you're going to want to be out on the water. Um, and you're, gonna and you're not going to want to be working in it. <laughs> yeah. Have someone else do it. Fourth yep. of July is right around the corner, folks. And you're telling me you want to be the square on your lake without your boat or your boat lift or your docking? No, 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 friend. You go ahead and give a James Laban at Waterfront Docking LLC a call. Cody number. 605-270-9426. You call that number, folks, you get a hold of Jim. You tell him T&C sent you, and he'll give you the deluxe package. The deluxe package includes all the work they normally do, except he'll be doing it shirtless because it's nice out. <laughs> and you're going to want that. And you're going to get a discount of $0 at this time. Almost, but almost $0. He will probably work a little harder just knowing that you're a fan of this podcast. And, and this, this is a special episode 23 offer for our friends at Waterfront Docking. If you call Jim off of this podcast, put your docker boat lift in, he'll, you say it to him, he'll text us. And I'll, we'll shout you out on this very, very popular show in certain markets. <laughs> Most of our friends and family. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know if that offer is legitimate, uh, but we'll, we'll try to work that in. Um, but yeah. They're all legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, as always, uh, around like Lake Madison and the surrounding lakes. If you need help with any dock installation, removal, or sales, um, you can call for a quote or services at 605-270-9426 or visit Waterfront Docking LLC at Waterfront Docking on the Facebook. And uh, with that, let's get into it. Bang, bang.
What is up, dude? Oh, it's been so it's been so long. Yeah, um, that was my fault for all the listeners at home. That was well, all me. Well, it was it was me too. Um, kind of had some some life things. Um, yeah. not like a serious life thing. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, it was just uh, um, being that the nature of my career, I'm gone quite a bit of time in a way. Um, I gave the uh, wife a uh, night out with the girls on Ooh. Thursday, which would girls have been recording. Um, Lily had five beers and um, she was hammered. So um, <laughs> she sobered up over the course of the day, though. And by the time she got back, she wasn't actually, um, she wasn't like, wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't too bad, but um, I had to take care of the kids, and I figured uh, trying to manage getting the kids to sleep and all that jazz in the middle of recording might have been a pain in the ass. So, and and Cody has responsible adult reasons why he couldn't record. Me, I just didn't have the sauce. I was <laughs> tired. I was worn down. I've been having far too many girls' nights, which mostly is me hanging out with other dudes and drinking too much and not getting enough sleep. I was I run down, and. I didn't have it. I did not have it, folks. But yeah, today I was, I was run down too. I just yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, um hopefully I'll I'm gonna try to get on a some sort of a, a, a schedule here or whatever. And that way, um, you know, the the ten of people that are um <laughs> are, are anticipating these yeah. drops on Tuesdays and, and <coughs> nights. I, uh, I I did receive a very threatening message from one of our listeners who will remain, remain nameless, Lance Tolly, uh, who was just like, where the hell's my Saturday cast, dude? I'm trying to listen to my boys when I'm at the gym. I was like, shut up, dude. That's not what I said. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't leave us. Lance, do, listen forever. <laughs> I do feel bad because uh, I, I mean, obviously we have, uh, you know, a close circle of, of people that, that do listen, but, uh, um, and Lance is obviously in that circle, but Lance's dedication and his regiment of gym, listen to the cast. I do feel bad that we weren't able to give that to him. So hopefully we can bring some some heat for him today. He didn't say this with his words, but I can sense in his eyes. I think listening to us talk about nonsense gives him better gains because our testosterone flows to him. Mm. So, I mean, it's almost like we took away his steroids. Mm. Our silky sweet voices. <laughs> uh, I guess segue in the, the working out. Um, I did uh, did some deadlifts yesterday. Uh, first time in a long time. Um, because the gyms have been closed and, and whatnot. Um excuse me but yeah i uh i left my straps up in uh north dakota so i went and asked the uh manager at the front desk if i could borrow some straps just to see if maybe they had some in lost and found that were just sitting there that i could just use and then return um definitely not definitely very clean mm -hmm, the cleanest um (laughs) he, he didn't have any but uh, or didn't have any lost and found, but he said that he'd run back to his locker and check. He might have some. And he actually had the exact same ones I used. So it was really cool. Ooh. Really nice guy. I'd shout him out if I knew his name, if we actually talked. Carl, um, <laughs> so good to see you. Uh, yeah, good dude. Um, 
but yeah, so I borrowed his borrowed his straps. I got all set up on my weight, and then I spent probably like twenty five minutes in the bathroom with like pre workout shits. <laughs> yeah, and so that guy, I'm I'm sure he was just like wondering, like looking around, like didn't know where I went. Like I asked to borrow the straps, and then just like just went a little high. Oh, he he, hundred <laughs> percent thought. First of all, he's like, oh, I can't believe that dude stole my straps, and then he slowly realized he was like, this son of a bitch is pooping. <laughs> like, hopefully he's not wearing them <laughs> yeah i was gonna say did he borrow these straps just for the poop because that would be yeah well you know what guy can't trust anyone nowadays we're all pooping yeah i mean i've always been kind of a nervous pooper anyways but if i start getting like anything Ooh. relatively heavy for dead, deadlifts or squats or something like that um if there's any inkling in the back yeah. of my mind you that gotta, I might need to poop <laughs> you gotta, yeah, there is that is one of those things where you can't risk that on leg day you cannot you can't even think about that and those pre-workout poops oh those are explosive in nature which i mean pooping yourself at the gym at, at, at any time would be bad um <laughs> knock on wood i haven't done that yet <laughs> yeah. i've been playing it fast and loose though uh, but like being back here in South Dakota where there's actually like females that go to the gym, like, you know, if, if I was like up in North Dakota, like in front of like a bunch of greasy oil field dudes, I mean, it'd be like, shit in your, your pants, that's the price of admission, essentially. Yeah. I mean, they all smell like <laughs> shit anyway. I said, they'd be, they'd be like, you haven't shit your pants yet, nerd. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm always a little gun shy when it comes to lifting because, uh, I remember, uh, like back in Mitchell tech days, I was, um, I don't, I don't want to say this like I'm in good shape now cause I'm, I'm not, but I'm, uh, I have been working out for longer than I had been back then. And, yeah. uh, my buddy was showing me like, showing me some shit, teach me, show me the ropes, shout out Ringo. Um, Ringo. And we were doing a little, little cable. I don't even know what the fuck you call it, but it's like where you bring like your Smith, uh, Smith machine. Well, this, this was just like a, just a cable machine and uh, where you, we were just using it. It's like an adjustable cable machine. So like you can, you know, slide it up and down and adjust it for yeah. multiple different exercises. But mm -hmm. we were like doing the ones, uh, had the cable down at the bottom and then wrap, uh, put some straps around your ankles with like carabiners and then like pull your, uh, pull your legs towards yeah. your, uh, towards That's, your chest for like some abs. That sounds, that sounds sexual and violent. Yeah, so he was like showing me how to do it, and, like put a shit ton of weight on in there because like he had abs, and I, you know, I'm just a pile of pudding. Um, and Ooh, so, a, pot, so, a pile? You're more of it in a bag. Come on. Yeah, there's a slight shape to it, uh, but I was like trying to, I was like trying to, you know, I was trying to do it in the, I don't know, at the Mitchell Rec Center at the time. There was like a cardio room, so that's where like all the chicks would go. But then that's where this one cable machine was. And then for whatever Ringo or for whatever reason, Ringo always wanted to go in there and do abs. I think it's because he had abs, and there's like yeah. chicks in there and stuff. Look at um, this! What a fucking nerd! Who has abs? <laughs> but but long story short is I was uh, doing those cable pulls for my abs, and I like I uh, I just farted like really loud, and there's just it was just Ringo and myself and just a room full of uh, women. And, uh, I would have left. I would have left. to change schools. I just started laughing. And I just like <laughs> looked around. I was like, sorry, ladies. I was like, that one got away from me. And my buddy Ringo was like legitimately pissed at me. Like I like I wasn't that embarrassed. Like he was embarrassed that I embarrassed. Like, how dare I like bring shame to him trying to show me how to do 
Do the Bro, I'm here trying to show you abs, and you fart in front of the ladies? <laughs> He's like, what now, the I'm hell, the friend, bro? now I'm the friend with the fart guy. These chicks aren't even going to want anything to do with me. Yeah. God damn it. I'm going to talk to those girls one day. You ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I also did a I also I also did a little weightlifting on a Sunday. I uh, helped a, helped a friend go get a treadmill for her. She has like a CrossFit gym in her garage, and she found some free treadmill. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll come help." So I moved it. So we get we get this treadmill to her gym, and I'm like, "Fuck it, why don't you toss on some weight? Let me see if I still got it." Spoiler alert: I still got it. I'm talking, I'm, I was popping that way. I was hand cleaning it. And I was like, I mean, I was, I still got it. These fucking hips are loose. And I popped it up like it was nothing. What's that you're asking? Did I throw it above my head? You're goddamn right. I power pressed it. Whoo, it looked smooth. Whoo. <laughs> it almost made me think if I would have kept working out rather than just being a piece of shit for the last 15 years, I probably could have been something. <laughs> Still got it. I was gonna say if it's CrossFit, you gotta like just you just throw the weight around. Like yeah. doing CrossFit, it's just a matter of time before you throw your back out. You just oh you yeah, too, no, if do I, too many crazy motions and yeah. cleaning if stuff I, and snatching things and if I actually did CrossFit for I'm gonna say two days, I would hundred percent be paralyzed. There <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. I'm pretty sure my lower back's basically just toothpicks right now. And you started telling me to bend and snap. I'm going to snap in half. Like, you know, when old, you know, like action figures where you could like twist them and you could just like their legs would just pop off from their, their top half. That's how it would look if I did it. Except I'd be laying there crying, screaming for my mom. Also, bend and snap. Shout out Reese Witherspoon. That was good. <laughs> bend and snap. Uh, before we get too deep into this, because I don't know, I want to shout out. A very large fan of the podcast. It's your birthday. I'm talking about my friend, John Howie. He is my intern Taylor's dad. He rules. Intern, friend, roommate, business associate. Uh, Taylor's dad rules. I'm pretty sure he's getting us a lot of traction in the Sioux Valley area. So we got to stop slandering Sioux Valley. We haven't done it yet, but it's coming. Noted. <laughs> it's mostly just gonna be me like smoking a cigarette just like it i'll tell you another thing about volga but happy birthday to him i'm sure he's turning a ripe old 26 or something like that but uh taylor's dad rules the first time he met me we were at a vikings game and we were at a bar at like 11 in the morning because the game yeah. was until the afternoon and that's, I don't know if you folks know this, but if I start drinking at a bar very early like that, that's when you get peak performance, Tyler. An absolute asshole. And I was bullying my very good friend, Michael. And to me, it's hilarious. To Michael laughs. I'm not sure if he thinks it's hilarious. But uh, Taylor and his dad left. Like after the, We didn't see him after the game because they weren't sitting with us. And his dad was just like, why does Tyler hate Michael? <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. Good time. So shout out, shout out the OG Bull, John Haugie. Thanks, John. Thanks for the support. Now good we to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, our we have a little bit of a demographic outside of like sixteen year old 
my little brother my little brother did just hear the episode where i failed massively at trivia he was roasting me i did not appreciate <laughs> it something about how he was getting all the answers right but i couldn't and uh i want you to know when you hear this episode jack i'll fuck your entire life up kid i swear to god you want to come with the trivia king you best not fucking miss and also give me the answers beforehand so i can cheat Anybody else you want to shout out while you're at it? Nope. Those are all the people I know. <laughs> um, I didn't really have a lot to say about this, but um, the whole Zeke getting the coronavirus thing. Um, I was I was I was pondering this because um, I mean, essentially, in my the small amount of. Uh, education that I've gotten on the coronavirus through <laughs> the media and the interwebs yep. is essentially that if you're uh, if you don't have respiratory issues you don't have uh, any immune deficiencies and I'm assuming that if you wear crop tops showing off your abs quite a bit and you have you're really good probably, cardio you're probably fine that, I, mean, I would from from yeah once again all of my research is done through mostly twitter a uh, very reliable source, but uh, yeah, and the, what I saw was like Zeke was just like, first of all, he was like, whoa, 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 who told who told you people HIPAA violations? And it came out that he told his agent, his agent told everyone. So come on, bud. Uh, oh God, oh Zeke, oh, I'm getting well, I'm getting riled up about the NFL now. Well, my, my so I guess my two takeaways were. Um, number one, um, what, what is there, is there like a protocol? Cause like I mentioned something to Lily about it and like Lily's mom is a, is a PA. So she is kind of, you know, and her sister's a PA as well. So like they're, you know, in the medical field and they do like family medicine. So they've been involved with a little bit of this coronavirus testing and all the shit that's been going on around here. Yeah. Um, so like my thing is like everything that I've heard is like 14 days, two weeks, yeah, like, weeks, then you're and good. Then and then, um, you know, you have the antibodies in you, so then you can potentially donate them. But um, at that point, like, you're no longer contagious. And then, essentially, like, if you make it past your two weeks, like, you're pretty much good. So I'm just curious what the NFL's – have you seen – I, I haven't really I, seen anything on what their protocol is for, like – I mean, granted, we, we don't know what the season – What the se- – yeah, what the season's even going to be. Like, if there's going to be fans or anything. I did see that, like um, – one thing I did see were colleges – their football programs, like they were inviting people, uh, you know, about like workouts and stuff. And then I think it was Oklahoma State, OS, uh, OSU in Oklahoma, <laughs> not Ohio mm-hmm. State in Ohio. <laughs> but I saw that they were having like voluntary workouts and like six of their players tested positive and they had like shut the whole thing down. So that might not be great. Um, it's not great when – NFL superstars are testing positive. The only thing I've seen was that they might like make the players wear masks, but uh, it was actually pretty fucking cool. Cause I saw this on Instagram. They had like someone did like fan edits of like the masks they're going to be wearing. Like, and it's like in the actual helmet, they looked pretty fucking cool. Like the jets, like the jets one was like, so it's in the actual face or, you know, it's in like your face, your cage of your face of your helmet and they actually yeah face mask face mask face mask i can't stop saying face mask face mask squared 
<laughs> face mask clopped. But uh, the Jets one had like, like the actual fighter jet, like, uh, like with the thing they put over like their mouth and nose so they can breathe. Oh. Like they had they had that like on theirs. Like the Arizona Cardinals one was like white and red and it had like a star and like like beams coming out of it. They looked fucking sick. Like if you could pair that with like a dark oakly visor, whoo, whoo, we're cooking. It was it was pretty baller. Like all the only cool one that only one that wasn't cool was of course it was those nerds the Indianapolis Colts. Like theirs was just like blue and white checkered, and I was like, boo, do something cool. <laughs> I wonder what the Rams did. There's all their shit looks like shit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it just looks like shit. Yeah, so the Rams will just be like a six-year-old's drawing of a Ram. It's just gonna be yeah, they'll they'll fuck it up massively. Yeah. It'll somehow remember not when, be the team colors. Remember when Kurt Warner was here? That was cool. You guys um, ever heard of Marshall Falk? Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just I, I hadn't heard anything about like any protocol or you know like once they reinstate the league. Like I'm just curious. Like say, for instance. Um, like the season starts and say that this happened after the season started, like what would be the protocol? Like, is it, is it two weeks and that's it? Two weeks. Yeah. Or, like, are we going to see Ezekiel Elliott placed on, placed on, uh, you know, the IR because coronavirus. And that's, that is going, that's going to affect some could shit be a factor. very yeah. much. And that's what I was like curious about. Like what, what does that look like? And then also, um, once they start having, um, you know, like the some of these like open workouts and everything, and get everything more involved, um, can you just be like, can you just go get it and then be like, yeah, sorry, can't practice for two weeks, deuces. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if I if I was in the NFL, that's a hundred percent a move I would pull. Like, well, coach, two weeks, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I got the sorry, man. Yeah, I better uh, better not take part of live tackling drills with 340-pound men. Guess I'll just chill for two weeks in my mansion. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing any wind sprints. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, and like also, like with Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know a lot about the coronavirus, but I know it affects your lungs. Like, Ezekiel Elliott's going to make – what if he's gassed, like, episode, or episode seven, season – or game seven, week seven, he's like, yeah, no, like – my lungs are still recovering. Like that would be important to know. Like, is he is cardio going to be affected because you got the Ronas, the Ronies? Because that's a legit fear. I can't yeah. have our our highly paid, the highest paid running back in the goddamn league, out there fucking limp dicking because he got the Corona six months ago. That's a yeah. very important. This is a very big deal. I wish we had like a Las Vegas like bookie we could call to be like hey what's the inside scoop on this yeah i mean it's I gonna feel be... like there's probably gonna be some plans well i don't know i saw like um obviously like there was the whole thing about when dak had that party and they weren't social distancing and zeke was at the oh, party geez. but that was long enough ago where yeah that was that was like early well, that was like early quarant. That was like right away when people were supposed to be self quarantining. That's what I thought. So. That's like that was like what four months ago, three months ago. Oh, fuck, time means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like that's what I was trying to think of. Like, okay, so is it outside of two weeks? You no longer test positive. 
I that's what I thought. Like you, I thought, like, like you don't test positive for the virus, you're just done. But they can still see that you have had it because they had can it, yeah. find the antibodies. Antibodies. Yeah, that's what Science. I thought. I, yeah, I <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I think the positive ions and uh, the centrifuge uh, mm. quadrant. But yes, I do. But like, I th- I thought it was just two weeks, and you're just good. Yeah. Once so if that's again, the case, and he we, wouldn't have got it at Dax party. So uh, yeah, but. no, he couldn't. He wouldn't have got it there. He Zico Elliott, not known for his great decision making. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he was licking some fucking handles and strip clubs or something. Uh, that's that's how the Dallas Cowboys roll, baby. Once yeah. two steps forward, six steps back. Welcome to the Cowboys. Yeah, Have fun so, watching us and getting your heart broken, Tyler. Yeah, hopefully, I guess hopefully, you know, obviously, all jokes aside, you know, hopefully that he makes a full recovery. Which I mean, of everything that we've seen with healthy people and younger uh, people, that you know, it's usually not a big deal. Um, they get through it without being really affected all that much. So, hopefully, that I was going to say case. with the uh, like, like right away when this started, and Von Miller got it, and we basically Von Miller's like, "Yep, have it." Like, I don't feel any different, and we never heard anything again. And Von Miller's not dead, so I'm assuming he's pretty all right. And Ezekiel Elliott, for strong as he is, is not Von Miller, but I'd like to think Ezekiel Elliott could fight it off. Yeah. Got to wear more clothes, bro. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> Got coronavirus on my tummy, my tum tum. Um, yeah, I the one thing I did see was there, they were that someone said it was like an article. I didn't read it. I just read the headline on Twitter where they're just like, yeah, no matter what the NFL does, they're still going to have to tackle each other. Like, <laughs> there's no social distancing when you're trying to stop someone from rushing for 200 yards. So. You're like if one person gets it, basically everyone's gonna get it. Well, I think I can't remember if you and I talked about this like off the show or maybe on a previous episode we even talked about it too. But like the whole when I was watching like the UFC fights, um, I thought that I mean at first like the fans not being there and like you could hear you could hear everything. Yeah, um, was kind of was kind of cool. But like once the fights actually started happening, like. I was locked in on the fight and I honestly yeah. didn't even realize. I mean, obviously if you were some of the people that were there, like the, in the corners or. I'm know, sure it was weird as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You could really tell, I'm sure. But um, maybe, maybe we already touched on this, but you know, the, probably one of the biggest sports that will be affected the most by not having fans would oh, be yeah. like the NFL. Cause when you're in yeah, the huddle we, and, and the home we talked about all this. that shit. Yeah. I yeah. We, we talked about this cause we were, yeah, because we talked about like Seattle and Kansas City, places that are unbearably mm-hmm. loud for the opposing team. Like, you're going to have offenses that are clearly communicating with each other. Like, a wide receiver wants to like do a hot route, he can literally just scream at the quarterback, like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a fly." <laughs> like, I'm sure he'll have a code word for it so the cornerback can't hear it. But like, it might be kind of cool because then you might actually see like. Um... Like teams that have good quarterbacks that can call good audibles will really shine. Yeah, you know, like, like Aaron, like if like Tom, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like if Tom Brady can, you know, get everything worked out there in Tampa. Obviously, you know, if they use some of their old shit, Gronk's going to know exactly what Brady's doing. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool like, to see. Like I bet Peyton Manning 
and his fused neck are just pissed. He's like, they're going to play without fans? He's like, I just scored 70 touchdowns a game. What the fuck? I'm an offensive coordinator on the field. Mm-hmm. I've got, I don't got to try to do hand signals to Reggie Wayne. Come on. Everybody can hear all of my Omahas. This would be yeah. awesome. Oh, God. That would be unbearable. <laughs> just Peyton Manning using the entire play clock to just scream Omaha over and over again. And in the second quarter, I'm just – the TV's broken. I've gone insane. It's too many. Too many Omahas. Oh, damn it. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, like, another thing that I just saw, just because we're talking about – just because we're obviously talking about sports and the coronavirus – NBA looks like they've got their plan set. They will be – they're all going to be quarantining in Disney World? Disneyland? The one in Florida. Disney World. Disney World. That's Disney World? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're all going to be – in California. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, they're all going to be quarantining there. There's, like – there will be – Disney – the Disney Corporation is basically putting, putting, pulling out all the stops, like – they're gonna have private chefs. Like they're quarantined from other people. Um, they, they have get like to meet the pr- princesses. Yes, obviously. Oh. You're telling me LeBron James is he gonna meet Ariel? Come on, she's the prince of the princess of the sea. Why'd you say Ariel? Where? I don't know. I knew, as soon as I said, it, I was like, oh, Ariel. <laughs> I don't know, man. My brain's turned into mush. Sorry, but I, I derailed you. Go on. <laughs> no, but like there's a NBA's coming back. That's gonna be sick. Uh they're not gonna have any fans in the stands, but like are like other players can come and watch other games. So there's probably gonna be a tremendous amount of chirping, which is awesome. Uh that's gonna be cool. Uh the major league baseball, they are absolutely sh- shitting their pants right now because they are doesn't sound like they're gonna be coming back now. Sounds like the owners and the players are on completely different levels. Which, if baseball shits the bed like this, that might be the end of baseball. Yeah, it, I mean, I just saw a little bit of it. Um, but, yeah, like the, the Players Association was more or less like, yeah, we can play, but we, we just want it prorated for what we're yeah. going to play, and we need to work it, work it out. And MLB's like, yeah. well, without the fans, um, that's a we large make portion of our money. income. <laughs> yeah. We did, yeah, so like – that's the thing is, like, I always kind of thought baseball was kind of falling by the wayside anyway. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I guess I kind of watch baseball, and I definitely watch, like, playoff baseball in the World Series. But, like, I don't care about game, game 87 of 162. I'm not tuning in on a Tuesday night in August to watch fucking baseball. And I feel like a lot of people our age kind of do that. Like, I guess a lot of people kind of watch the Twins around here. But I always kind of thought baseball was losing it. And I think if they just sit an entire season out, I think that might be like the knife in the back finally. Get soccer or lacrosse up there or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got buddies that are uh, like hardcore Twins fans. And, you know, from being around here as, you know, one of the, clo- the closer pretty, teams yeah. or whatever. But – I mean, you're you're still gonna have like your your hardcore fans that are you know still gonna still gonna watch and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I I'm not the biggest baseball fan, so like, but yeah, like you said, it, it used to be you know America's pastime. It was like one of the biggest sports in the country, but now it's it's, mm. it's definitely the NFL and the NBA are you know way more um, 
yeah. way more of the spotlight or a lot more focus on that now. Yeah, and see, that's I just think others. I think baseball. I think they're relying a lot on their past history of being America's pastime, and I think they're you know I think there's a generation that's going to die off, and baseball is going to be like, where are all of our fans? And it's like, well, the 75 year old lady from South Dakota that listens to every Twins game on the radio ain't there no mo. She died. And and 14 year olds only care about fucking esports and Minecraft and lying. I don't, but like. It's what whatever kids these days are into. Well, and like you know how the whole the whole uh, the whole MLB where like if you have like you try to like tweet uh, a GIF or tweet like a video of yeah, baseball they and they, like shut you down like they, that whole thing. I mean, yeah, like that's what that's a, part of the engagement. That's part of fan engagement. It's like they're not that's why they're not profiting off of off you know you yeah know, that whole if thing someone, never made sense to me. That's that 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 literally is something that has never made sense to me because that's why the NBA is groaning popular popularity so much because if someone you know if Russell Westbrook throws down a crazy dunk that thing is tweeted three seconds later and it's everywhere whereas if like Major League Baseball something cool happens you know if someone hits an absolute monster home run and someone tweets it they shut their they shut everything down and you just don't see it so you're not getting these highlights. Like during the NBA season, like when they're playing, you're getting highlights constantly. And nope, baseball just refuses to advance with technology. And that will be their death blow. And then yeah. I will buy the New York Yankees with my pocket change. Could be a smart move. And then maybe you just become the commissioner. You start juicing all the balls, corking all the bats and everyone does steroids that's for goddamn sure yes <laughs> and also cork bats i'm bringing aluminum bats <laughs> we're gonna have 700 foot home runs if that ball goes foul and there's fans in the stands with aluminum bats there will be deaths per game mike trout hits a hits a line drive there hits a dry or hits a pitch and it goes foul down the third baseline you put your hand in front of that you're losing a hand and then we could tweet that. Boom, we're back at America's pastime. You just saved baseball. <laughs> Single-handedly. Single-handedly. Go ahead and write me my check, baseball. Just make it out to cash. I'm gonna Because <laughs> as soon as you give me money, I'm going right at the casino and putting it all on black. Yeah, maybe uh, put Pete, Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame like once you become a commissioner. And then just gamble on everything. <laughs> like, gambling Pete Rose has <laughs> Pete Rose had it right the whole time. This shit's way cooler when you bet on it. You think I want? You think I wanted to watch Australian cricket at four in the morning? No, but I put twelve dollars on it, so I was curious. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I think baseball. I think baseball's doing themselves a disservice. I think the NBA is smart by just being like, "Fuck it, we're playing. We'll just quarantine everyone. You guys can fucking deal with it." Um, I was, I, I know you and I talked about it a little bit, but, the um, Michael Bennett, like shitting on Carson Wentz and saying that Nick Foles is better, like unprovoked. <laughs> yeah. And two is, this was on a friend of the podcast, Chris Long, Chris Long, please come on. Uh, yeah. Just being like, literally out of nowhere, just being like, yeah, Carson Wentz fucking sucks. Nick Foles is better. And Chris Long just being like, like please don't do that 
like and Chris Chris Long played it perfectly where he was just like, yeah, I will not I will I think he said I will fucking straddle this line. Which yeah, is I believe that's a smart exact, play. Yeah, I believe that's the exact quote. Um, yeah, just like, but then he's also like he's like, well, it didn't go very well in Jacksonville for Nick Foles. So mm-hmm. Big Dick Nick, not great. He's a Chicago Bear now, right? Yeah. Nine inch yes, Nick sir. is the Chicago Bear. Good. Mm-hmm. So get Mitch, get Mitch Trubitsky's ass out of there. Yeah, just I mean, part of it. Um, I I don't know if uh, I mean it, it's very possible that Bennett truly does feel that way, and, and maybe in some aspects uh, Nick Foles was better. Um, but uh, being a Cowboys fan, playing against the NFC East Eagles, and Carson Wentz was doing relatively. <laughs> okay this year considering he had zero wide receivers um and he just loves fumbling the ball and being hurt (laughs) i mean i don't know i mean if here's a here's just a here's a hot question would you rather have carson wentz or dak prescott on the cow on the cowboys team i think with our weapons i don't know that's a that's a that's a tough one I think I I think I'd rather have Dak. I think so too, and I I'm I'm been pretty outspoken about not being the hugest Dak fan. Like I I I do feel that they they transitioned to Dak maybe a year or two early when they could have uh, kept Romo. Um, but I was our a big Prince. Romo fan. Um, yeah, I was to say our Prince. Tony even though Romo. he broke my heart all all the fucking yeah, time. Just, literally. During my formative years, every single time he was like, "Well, Tony Romo, chance to win the game and crushing heartbreak. We'll see you next week, folks." It's like cool. There's nothing worse than a Sunday scary of uh, Sunday night football getting over, you know, because the Cowboys played a shit ton. Of, they always they always play shit ton of games play, in prime yeah. time, and like knowing that I had to go to school on Monday and all my fucking asshole friends were all <laughs> Packers and. Vikings fans just shit talking like, hey, Tony Romo, <laughs> he's so much fun. God, when he when he dorked that extra point against Seattle in the playoffs, I just remember we were we were in high school and we were at like Pizza Hut watching the game, and that happened. And I'm not kidding, like my parents' house was is like four blocks from Pizza Hut. I might have just stood up and walked home. I was like, not fucking today, man, not fucking today. I blame Grammatica. All 110 pounds of Grammatica could have could have thrown a block there. God damn. Yeah, God damn, at least throw yourself at his ankles or something, Martin. Yeah. Both damn. of the Grammatica brothers, uh, both kickers, both tore their ACLs celebrating a made kick. It's kind of a weird fact. That is weird. That's Tyler's trivia corner for the episode, folks. Yeah. Once again, please never Google any of those facts. <laughs> Just repeat uh, them until they're true. But yeah, I I don't I and I guess um, circling back to the the Michael Bennett thing, like it, it's very possible that he did truly feel that way. But being that Michael Bennett is on the Cowboys now, maybe he's just stirring, you know, just stirring the pot, yeah. getting in Carson Wentz's head, you know, maybe trying to start a quarterback controversy. Which yeah, that is couldn't happen. I don't know. Jalen Hurts is there now. Mm-hmm. And I already slandered him, so. <laughs> but I like Mark Bennett is such he is such like a pot stirrer 
and he's very outspoken, and he doesn't give a fuck. So, like, there's a very solid chance he just believes that. And, or, yeah, or he's just trying to cause controversy. Because I'm sure, like, Nick, like, Carson Wentz does kind of strike me as fragile. I mean, not just body-wise. Because I, I think that plays, like, into your head after a while. You're like, fuck, when I'm playing, I'm pretty good. But I have a really hard time playing. And now I've got people chirping how I play and saying this person that won a Super Bowl with my team is actually better than me. Yeah. That'll, that'll fuck with you a little bit. Yeah. And I, I mean, obviously like once you've been injured, you know, a few times, it's, I don't know, I, I'm sure you gotta be like, it, is it, you know, it, do I still got it? Like if I, if I really go for it here, am I going to have, you know, am I going to have the legs? Am I going to have the arm? You know, is everything yeah. going to be okay? Even and, though I mean, I've rehabbed and come back. And we, always, I mean, and we just saw a very, a very, very good quarterback, Andrew Luck, who was great when he played an MVP type candidate, just kept getting fucking hurt. And eventually it forced him to retire. Like, eh, like it, it, that's shit. These guys aren't all me- these guys aren't all mentally tough. These are normal people who are good at sports. Like, when you start fucking tripping too much, that big tree fall hard. Oh god damn Dallas, please beat the Eagles. Don't make me look like an asshole. Yeah. Dallas just, Cowboys in three, count it. I just I just hope that I just hope that um that the season happens and whatever capacity we have to have with the fans. I just want football. I just, I just want, I want sports, but I I'm the largest NFL fan of any major sport. I, I just really hope it comes back. I think that we're almost guaranteed NFL because like the NFL doesn't guarantee contracts. And like, as we've seen, most of those NFL players don't actually make as much money as we think. I mean, obviously they still make a dick load of money. Don't get me wrong. There is for every, you know, highly paid quarterback or defensive end, there is a fucking third string cornerback that's making like four hundred and twenty five K a year and living in fucking New York City and paying his agent a ten percent. And that shit adds up after time. And that dude wants to fucking play. And there's no guaranteed money in football. And football has such a small window for you to be good. Like playing into your forties like Tom Brady. That's a fucking anomaly. Being done with football when you're 24, that happens a lot. So I think you're going to have a lot of players that are just like, I don't give a fuck. I will sign a waiver, and I promise not to get coronavirus real hard. So I that's for, that's that's why I think the NFL is for sure coming back. Right. Yeah. I, or I'm completely yeah. wrong. Well, I I think you're you're onto something there with the you know how. MLB has your guaranteed contract so if if they you know if you do play they're yeah. you know they want to get paid where um like you said there's there's a lot of those guys that aren't the superstars with the huge contracts that are going to want to play because that's their job yeah. and that's their livelihood and that's their income yeah so because yeah there's a lot of NFL players where they're going to play for 3 years maybe come out with a million dollars and they're going to go sell used cars. Like, they got to strike while the iron's fucking hot. Yep. And coronavirus is going to take a backseat. Like, if you were just like – if you told me, like, Tyler, you could go make 500K 
but like you got to sign a waiver saying if you get coronavirus, like that sucks for you. I'd be like, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> Hit me with it, daddy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think NFL is definitely coming back. Major League Baseball, you guys are killing yourself. NBA, I'm so excited for you to come back. LeBron James is going to be so strong. Let me go through some of these things. Ooh, uh, I just wanted to give a quick update on the Pop-Tart Wars. So I've basically been to Dollar General every single day for the past couple weeks trying to get these Wildberry fucking Pop-Tarts. Oh, oh, you gypsy bitch. (laughs) God, those look delicious. Frosted Wildberry. Yeah, I'm currently (laughs) – how dare you? How dare you taunt me? Meanwhile, me and the fucking – the workers at Dollar General, we're in a battle. We are in a goddamn battle. They see me every day. They know I'm hunting that Pop-Tart aisle, and they just won't bring them out. To the point where I think they saw what I'm going for, and they're hiding them. So, Dollar General, you're getting awfully close to the fucking list. Because <laughs> yeah. I am tired of going to Dollar I've been to more. I've been to Dollar General more in the last two weeks than I've been to Dollar General in my entire life. We still don't fucking have them on the shelf? No. They're, they're all, like, everything is sold out. Like, all the Pop-Tarts. Hmm. They're fucking gone. Because I was even debating getting the Fruit Loop ones and just eating them on the podcast to punish myself, those were gone too, which means there's a family out there that has a bunch of Fruit Loop Pop-Tarts that's fucking gross. <laughs> I was going to eat them as – I was going to eat those as a joke, and you bought them for seriousness. Oh, You're going to feed them to your six-year-old. It's gross. I just want those wild berry Pop-Tarts so bad. Um. I specifically bought – I bought milk – knowing it was going to hurt my tummy because I wanted to I wanted to toast them and I wanted to eat them cold and I wanted some delicious 1% milk to drink with them, you know, to like really get the Pop-Tarts flowing. So now I just have this fucking milk in my fridge that's been untouched for like a week and a half. Come on, Dollar General. And I won't go to the real store and get real Pop-Tarts. I want the off-brand ones. Yeah, they're not, they're not bad. Um... I had had a couple um, a couple nights ago. They're uh, the frosting, um, being that they're a cheaper tart. Uh, <laughs> the the disbursement of the frosting isn't uh, isn't quite on on par with the uh, brand name Pop Tarts, but good nonetheless. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, but it's still delicious. Yeah. yeah. So and even even like when I stop at like random gas stations like throughout the day. Like if I'm delivering something for work, I'll stop at a random gas station and I'll I'll walk past the where they they've got the individual pop tarts, just hoping, just hoping that there's some wild berries sitting there. There never is. Sad. Sad. So, I will be can I will sacrifice for this podcast. I will keep going to Dollar General daily until these motherfuckers get their pop tarts. I will not be defeated by the Dollar General menace. <laughs> I will yeah. prevail. We'll have to, we'll, cut, we'll, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted and updated on that, yeah. on the Pop-Tart that was, that was part three. That was the part three of the Pop-Tart Wars. Um, part four, hopefully gets a little, got a more, little more control. Yeah, hopefully before your milk spoils. 
Um, uh, I, I shared that uh, video with you of the the poop girl. I'll see if I can try to play the play the audio. Uh, we, I did uh, throw it up on the on the Facebook page if anybody wants to watch it. But essentially, you- there's like this chick, and she looks like she might be a little drunk potentially, and like she was just told about how like guys poop. And uh, I don't know why, but I thought the video was fucking hilarious. Like just her expression and like, yeah. I don't know, that she was just awestruck by it. But I'll see if, uh, I'll see if we can pick up the audio. I just found out that guys pull their pants down all the way down to their anchor ankles when they poop. And they sometimes get naked. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> I mean, the audio doesn't do it justice. Like the the chick's yeah. face, I don't know what yeah. it is about it, but yeah. but yeah, it's one hundred percent accurate. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't. This like guys have like a dick and balls. Like you can't just like you know sometimes when girls like pee, they just like yeah, they barely go, pull like, their pants down. Like how do you even? Yeah. Even Hell no. How does that work? Like I need full range of motion. And what she said, like sometimes they like you get naked. Naked. There's nothing better, nothing more freeing in the world to just be absolutely Absolutely. stark naked oh my god it's magical i literally got off work today got completely naked and pooped like that was the first that was that was i was off work at home naked pooping within 10 minutes like (laughs) i was absolutely prepared for it i have to even if i just pull my pants down i might pop one leg completely out of my pants (laughs) I was gonna say that. So sometimes, just so you just so you can get the full spread, and you're not re- not restricted. If you really need to bear down, yeah, you, you can you can leave the pants uh, or shorts or whatever around one ankle. But yeah, you you pull that other one out sometimes, just so you get a little bit more free range. Yeah, I was say I need that. I need that like extra four inches. Yeah, so I can hunker down. Yeah, it that was when I watched that. I was just like, when she said they pull their pants all the way down, I was like yeah i don't you guys are in there just power like just powering through that hell no yeah i like at first when i was watching the video i was just like i was like how did she not know that but then i started thinking about it i was like yeah it's kind of weird that chicks like pee like that or i guess maybe they poop like that too where they just barely slide your pants down i feel like how could you even like move around i don't know yeah there is there is no way if i if i'm pooping it's got to be, it's got to be, I got to be there. I got to be ready for it. That's probably why I don't like public bathrooms and stuff. It's because, like, if I'm in the comfort of my own dojo bathroom, whew, I am. <laughs> you don't I want am, somebody peeking through the crack of the door and they just see yeah. you just ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> just completely naked. They it's see like your clothes you, on the floor on the stall. They're like, what the like, fuck? Sir, are you okay? It's like, yeah, just. Had Qdoba, just, just trying to get this one through. <laughs> yeah, shout out my buddy Spencer. Um, he he's in he's in Hawaii now, but um, every so often he would send uh, uh, Snapchats of there would be a guy that would like poop at the same time in his in his office at like every like every day that he would poop, and he would send snaps, and you could see the guy would take his shoes off. Yes. Every every time, which is strange, but I understand. Uh yeah, which yeah, that's the worst part. It's just like kind of kind of weird, but I'd be lying if I said I've never popped my shoes off. Uh, when 
obviously Lance, friend of the podcast. Uh, when Lance and I lived together, much like Spencer and his uh, coworker, they cycled up. Lance and I were on the same poop schedule. And it was literally, it was the same time every day for like two fucking years. We would like poop to you. Like it would just like, uh, we wouldn't, like he would be at work. I would be at work. Like it, no matter where we were at in the world, like our poop cycles were together. And you could tell when it was the end of the day, cause we'd both be shirtless snapping. <laughs> like, whoo, uh, got a big, uh, today was, a t- today was a tough one. And then he'd snap back, like also shirtless, like feel you there, brother. So much like much like women can cycle up dudes can cycle up on the poop poop cycle and if you're with if you're with one of your buddies not just a coworker you you guys know intimate details about how the other person's getting down shirtless sprawled out one leg out of the out of the shorts just letting her fly god damn would it be an episode if we didn't talk about poop yeah i think we i think we covered all of our poop bases um really <laughs> really highlighted it uh in multiple things so that's that's good at least we got that covered i mean we this is our jordan episode we got to dance with we got to it's our last dance for poop um i uh for for whatever reason i i heard like uh a, 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 saw another video have you have you seen that uh that misbehaving song that's off of like the uh, righteous, from righteous gemstones, gemstones? Yeah. Running through the house with pickling my yeah that like righteous gemstones ruled uh, that song that might that that's a perennial song of summer as far as I'm it, concerned it uh because I watched righteous gemstones like when it was like actually like weekly on HBO and it was that song when I first heard it I was like God that's annoying and then the next day at work I was like singing it and I was like. Oh my God. It is like the biggest earworm I've heard in a while. It is very, very catchy. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, it's misbehaving. Um, the one that, or the, I guess the one that I found when I was looking up the music, it's like misbehaving, uh, parentheses, 1989, uh, by Amy Lee and, and baby Billy. But yeah, baby Billy. Uh, uncle baby, uncle baby Billy. <laughs> obviously off of righteous gemstones. But if, if you haven't heard it, it's 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 a it's a pretty good uh i won't play all of it but <laughs> playing with the stick <laughs> Just just that clip, just that little clip that people hear will be stuck in your head. Oh, that's good. I, also, it just inspires me. Um, once we can meet up, um, we should just karaoke duet that song uh, and dibs on the chick part. <laughs> Damn it. You know I want to do the chick part. God damn knew it. Uh, that is- that's a good one. It's been stuck in my head for like three days straight. Um, yeah. Oh no it 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 burrows its way in there. It, uh, funny story. I tried to uh, do like Alexa play Misbehaving, and like somehow there is a K-pop song by like Monster <laughs> X, 
and Ooh. it randomly yeah. came on and I was very confused because like <laughs> I, I didn't know what was happening. It was like five Asian women with short haircuts, which later found out that they were actually like Korean guys in a boy band. But yeah, very, very strange. Very strange. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for us so we don't get murdered. Uh the K pop fans on Twitter are legitimately an army. So I'm gonna say I love K pop. And if you guys hear this, please do not, please do not, please don't just ruin our lives. We are huge. We're huge K-pop fans. So I got a. They're a uh, legit army. A a class classmate, I believe she's still in South Korea. Um, Shout out, shout out, M Dog. Um, She was like, "Oh yeah, that's K-pop," and I just didn't like. I know what K-pop is. because I'm a cultured man, um, <laughs> but I didn't realize that that was K-pop. I also wasn't searching for, you know, K-pop exclusively. I was trying to get Alexa to play "Misbehaving" uh, from the Righteous Gemstones, and they played like some sort of K-pop song by Monsta X. And yeah, it was I yeah, it was very strange. And then there was actually I should find that song sometime and play it. But it's like there was like some rapping in it, and oh and, yeah, dude, those, those they get was, after it. It was um. It was quite the experience last night. Once again, uh, once again, K-pop fans, I drive a South Korean car. Uh, we are huge fans. Please just uh, retweet. Just retweet us. We're huge. We'll start talking about K-pop. I'm willing to sacrifice the artistic integrity of this show for being huge in Korea. We'll go straight K-pop. It, I um, honestly, the song I didn't turn it off. I. Uh, <laughs> I, I listened to it. it just, I it might have just, laughed when the guy started rapping. Um, it was just unexpected. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely running through the house with a pickle in my mouth, misbehaving, mm-hmm. slightly different than uh, South Korean man rapping. Mm-hmm. Once again, all love to K-pop. <laughs> all, all I do is protect us, Cody. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um. um that, I guess I, I just I, wanted. Uh, oh, go ahead. I keep cutting you. God damn it! Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I just wanted to. Uh, so the last two days at work, I the I for some reason got put in charge of like redoing our entire inventory system, which involves me having to use Excel, which I did not oversell myself at using Excel, like I. Not like I walked in the first day, like put my nuts on the table and was just like, I got Excel. Not what I did at all. It basically got one of those things where I just, they were just like, Tyler, you know computers. I'm like, sure. Because I really don't. I, they just, they know that I don't have to look at the keyboard when I type. So that to them means I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got put in charge of this. In the last two days, I've just been doing Excel. Um, zero out of fucking 10. Uh, I, everything I'm learning about Excel, I just go on YouTube and (laughs) figure out how to do it. And dude, YouTube rules for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I am like doing like actual like formulas and stuff within like within the cells and it's like auto populating and it's working. And I feel like a fucking wizard. Like I feel powerful. 
Yeah, once you once you figure out like a couple of those and you just like copy and paste some formatting and just uh, format your columns and your rows and shit. Yeah. Um, it makes you feel pretty smart. There's like so much that you can run like macros and shit. Like um. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. Like I'm not. I know a little bit about Excel, but I do not claim to be an, an expert by any means. But my uh, shout out Costal. Um, he made this made a spreadsheet one time that had like buttons and shit that like took you to different tabs if you clicked on it and running a bunch yeah. of different like there's there's so much to excel that i have not even scratched the surface on like yeah. I'm, i can i can sort and filter columns and then and freeze the top row um, oh yeah that's like, <laughs> yeah this that's is all stuff that they taught us that in high school and i was just like sick and obviously i don't remember that that was hundreds of years ago but yeah so like i'm like relearning it on youtube and so after i learned to do that i obviously was kind of just poking around yeah the shit that they these people on youtube were like they are doing is so goddamn crazy like honestly i think you could have like a you could go to school for like four years and just learn excel and just be awesome at excel i couldn't do it because i'm two days into it and my brain is leaking out of my ears because it's combining math and uh, numbers and formatting and other computer words. And I hate it, but it's fucking kind of cool what they can do. Proud of you. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure I was just like, they're like, can you do this? So I was like, yeah, it'd probably take me a couple days. I'm going to stretch this bitch for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Pol- polish gonna- that spreadsheet up. Yeah, I am gonna. I am. It is the first quarter, and I'm already kneeling. I'm running out the clock, baby. <laughs> Tyler, it's been uh, it's been two days, and no one's heard from you. It's like, yeah, no, I'm just busy. Excel numbers typing. They're just like, oh, easy. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you stay in there. Don't bother us. So yeah, Excel rules. I just, I wanted to say that. I just wanted so to brag smart. about my. I just wanted to brag about being good at Excel. Now, no big deal so smart <laughs> oh well and also for every one excel youtube video i watch i watch like three music videos <laughs> or i watch or i watch conspiracy videos mostly about a certain animal slash his name is mammal slash uh biped uh, bipedal ape there you go mm-hmm. his name bigfoot so- Samson, Sam Squanch, Yeti, Abominable Snowman. El Chubacabra, that's not it. Nope, that's Goat Sucker in Spanish. Oh. I mean, <laughs> listen. Hey, Tyler. Got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goat see. Sucker? Goat <laughs> Listen, when you, uh, on Friday, when I was like, yo, Cody, I do not have the sauce right now. Like, I've done no research. My, I'm dying. And you were just like, yeah, that's, that's cool with me. Like, I was going to talk about Bigfoot. And I instantly was just like, well, let's not throw out the Bigfoot idea right now. <laughs> like, let's not put that one in the – let's not take that one out of the fire. Because what you didn't know is I fucking love cryptozoology. I love Bigfoot. I love El Chupacabra. I love Loch Ness Monster. Uh, you want to talk about cryptozoology? I'm your goddamn guy. I've been reading Weekly World News since I was a child. Shout out Weekly World News. You guys might not remember that. Uh, in the checkout of the grocery store, you know how they had, used to have like National Enquirer and like all the celebrity gossip ones around like cheap paper? Mm-hmm. Weekly World News was like the black and white version of that. 
that was like Bat Boy captured by police in West Virginia and Elvis is haunting my toilet. Yeah, that was me. I was reading I was reading those every goddamn week. Well, I think what we should do then is maybe have like a uh just a fun deep dive into Sasquatch, aka Bigfoot, aka maybe a skookum uh <laughs> of sorts. Yeah. I think It'd be fun just to run down. Are we doing a crypto? Are we doing a cryptozoology episode? I, f- I think uh, I think we could. I mean, we could we could probably travel around to uh, highlight a few and just uh, throw a little bit of theory out there. Uh, yeah. Talk about the folklore, you know? Deal, deal. So super deal. You already said we could. We're doing it next week. We're doing it on Thursday or Friday. We're doing it <laughs> Thursday or Friday. We have to. You've already talked me into it. Yeah. No, I was. Um, I, don't, I guess I don't know if you, if you, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anyone. So I don't know if, if you consider Bigfoot like a conspiracy or not, um, or, or myth, myth, mythological hoax or, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's, it's possible he's real. Um, don't rule it out. Um, oh, I haven't possible. seen him <laughs> or a populace of, uh, Bigfoots. Um, hmm. What if they're fifth dimensional time traveling beings? Hmm? Oh, I bet you didn't know I was going to go there. What if they can bend space time? Hmm? Hmm? I mean, we shouldn't rule anything out at this point since we haven't really found any bones or bodies or nobody's captured one at this point. Yeah, that's because um, they can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was getting my Irish up. I, I remember we were talking about like doing some doing sort of conspiracy, conspiracy things too. And uh, I had just recently seen a uh, like Netflix documentary, like Filthy Rich, the Jeffrey Epstein deal. And um, obviously, I a lot of that is as factual as him being like a sex offender and stuff. So that that portion is not conspiracy theory ish, but there's but other theories and things involved and circles of people, and there's a lot of stuff yeah. to go into that. So I was going to talk about uh, that a little bit, but being that this, um, <clears throat> excuse me, this this cast got a little out there and long and we kind of went off on a few tangents. Um, I figured that maybe um, I was going to watch that documentary at some point and maybe we'll, we'll circle okay, back around yeah, to that I'm, Jeffrey Epstein situation. I am very, I am very, very up. I actually talked uh, on at length this weekend with a person about Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm good with that. Yeah, we did. I definitely did want to talk about Bigfoot, but now that you told me we can do a whole episode, <laughs> uh, this is the only thing I've ever loved. <laughs> so that's cool yeah we did we did go a little long that's my, our bad sorry we're having good conversations yeah you guys that you guys are downloading hopefully yeah but uh what are we do you know where we're at for time um so i have a running clock that says like uh like an hour and 48 but i know that we had started prior to that so i'm not really exactly sure how long or at what point in time we started actually recording? Uh, cool. uh, I just I wanted to uh, I wanted to do the TNC premix movie corner real fast. I watched mm-hmm. uh, I watched the film. I watched King of Staten Island. Uh, Judd Apatow directed. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it. I watched mm-hmm. it on Sunday. Um, it is only available to rent for twenty dollars. Uh, I really really liked it. I gave it an eighty six out of one hundred. 
I really enjoyed it. Uh, Bill Burr, you know the comedian Bill Burr? Uh, yeah, everybody yeah. knows who Bill Burr is. Yeah, he's fucking, he is so good in this movie. So if you guys, if you guys get bored sometime next couple, you know, next couple weeks, I strongly recommend King of Staten Island. Very good, very touching. See, I, I had seen that and I wanted to watch it. I just have never been a Pete Davidson guy. Um, him and his butthole eyes and he's kind of a <laughs> he, douche. And he, he, within the, laughs and within the first funny. within the first minute, they call out his butthole eyes in the movie. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty nice. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, they, they insult the fact that I think they call him it looks they it looks like a drug addicted raccoon. <laughs> mm. Like it's it's very it's it's not there is very there's parts that are fucking hilarious, but it's like a normal Judd Apatow movie where there's like actual touching parts and they touch on some heavier shit. But yes, I do strongly recommend uh King of Staten Island. And that's been the TNC preview, our TNC premix movie corner for this episode. Hot. But cool. You got anything left? You got anything else? Um uh no, not other than um, I was just going to shout out. We've been doing a little bit of Facebook gaming. Um, played with uh, Bart and Matt and Freet uh, the other day. So Hell yeah. we go live on the page every so often. We don't have any sort of real schedule for that. Just uh, more or less whenever we can all get together and have time or potentially when Freet has a rain day and uh, we can play. But yeah, check that out very get into it we'd be cool if we had a super cool stream i'm not good at video games and also i tend to fly off the handle a lot so what i will eventually i will eventually start playing on there with you guys i have to yeah i mean that would mean you'd have to share your gamer tag with me but um <laughs> you know let's let's not rush anything just when, it's, when it feels right big- it's right we're barely on episode. We're barely finished episode twenty three. I don't know how long. What if? What if all of a sudden you quit speaking to me in episode twenty four, mm-hmm. and then you just have my gamer tag? It's a high probability. It's like buying a house together when you've only been dating for like thirteen minutes. Like you got to give it. You got to let it get a little breathe. I don't even know if you poop shirtless. Oh, but yes, please check that out. Kids these days love the streams. It's an untapped market. It's it's like some would say it's an oil field. An untapped Nobody oil says. field. Nobody no one says, says that. that. No one says that. Right. Yeah, no one, I I don't even have a good analogy for it. I'm so excited about, about crypto. Yeah. I'm so excited about cryptozoology. And when we eventually get the K-pop people on our side, dude, that stream's going to take off. <laughs> yeah, good I'm, point. I'm going to get deeply into K-pop. That's going to be we're going to be huge in Korea. Also, um, being that um, the whole oil field situation is kind of slow and work-wise, I got a little bit of uh, time on my hands for certain things. I'm going to, I think we teased it earlier, the whole Dungeons and Dragons episode. Um, I'm trying to get that rocking too at some point. So that's in the future. Not sure when that's going to happen exactly, but uh, you'll have to listen um, religiously until it does. Yeah, I was going to say. Download every episode, listen to it three or four times, and eventually you will crack the code that I've put into this podcast that tells you when the D&D episode is. 
Exactly. I've been nas- I've been nationally treasuring this entire podcast. <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> Conspiracy corner, baby. But hell yeah, that's episode twenty-three in the books, brother. All right, all right, all right. Hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. Stay safe out there. XOXO. See you. Bo- see everyone in episode twenty-four. See ya. Bye. Bye.